Welcome, welcome to Cinequest Video. Okay, and welcome to Cinequest Video, the podcast that delves deep into those VHS classics to the modern day format and beyond, 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 beyond. Okay, so today we are discussing round two of the Cornetto Trilogy, which is the movie Hot Fuzz, and according to legend, Roland's favorite movie. Uh, Pretty much. It's up there. Uh, now, you've, you've cited this as your favorite movie a bunch, man. According to legend, <laughs> yes. Yes. It's true. <clears throat> but uh, continue, Ray. Go on. Regale okay. me. <clears throat> so, as I mentioned before, this, according to legend, is Roland's favorite movie. <sighs> Just so happened to fall on his birthday month. Wasn't intentional. Oh, yeah. The universe just aligned properly. Those fucking reptiles. We can talk about this movie at the exact same time as Roland's birthday month. A reptile overlord. Yeah. Blame it on the stars. Blame it on um, the planets. Blame it on the probulators. Blame it on the rain, like Mm. Millie Vanilli would have said. And you can also blame it on the elites, the reptiles, the reptilians. They probably had a hand in my mind and dr- focusing it on the Cornetto trilogy um, to happen not to hit. Just more than likely. Yeah, more it happened. <laughs> well, that's the way it happened. And we're sticking to that. So, mm. Roland, Hot Fuzz, favorite movie, huh? Uh, yes. And uh... spin, spin some yarn about. Um, the history Why? of you with the Hot Fuzz. Oh, um, I actually don't remember when I first watched it. Uh, shit. Huh. Uh, or where I was. I, I want to say I might I might have even... Was, was I at one of your apartments, Ray? No. <laughs> at one of my apartments? Well, one of the ones you lived at at the time. Uh... What movie did, I, when did this movie come out? Oh, like in was it uh, 2007? Um, I don't remember where it where I was when I first saw it. Uh, but yeah, we're I, gonna let's say you didn't see it at the movies. No, right. uh, no, uh, I, didn't. <clears throat> I believe I saw it at the movies, and I'm sure I rented it at some point. I'm sure Hollywood Video, yeah, was still around at the time, so I went to go rent it. And it was probably at the apartment. Um, I mean, whenever the hell Netflix put it on their service when they had it, I mm, pretty much well, just started watching it like every other day for, I don't know, a couple months, something like that. Uh, I, don't, or, I don't think there's another movie in the world that has grabbed your attention for that long run uh i'm very it's a pretty short list uh yeah that's that's one of them and uh it i fucking love it i mean it i i i'm a pretty big fan of uh simon Pegg uh and uh nick frost i've seen and i've I've seen most of the movies that uh if not all of the movies that simon Pegg has been in and a lot of his uh fucking tv cameos as well one of my favorites is actually uh, the uh, series that we talked about when we were reviewing Shaun of the Dead uh, that um, that Dickhead David is in, uh, Black Books. Right. Um, 
both Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have uh, cameos or, or guest uh, appearances in, I think, two different episodes. Uh, Nick Frost is like a door repairman. Uh, then he installs like this fucking like high tech door. Oh, that, that was a security system that fucking yeah, Bernard yeah. didn't operate. Yeah. Yeah, because he's an idiot. And so, like, at one point, uh, Bernard gets locked out uh, of the of the store. Um, I I forget how it goes, but like, yeah. So Nick Nick Frost is the the fucking door install guy, and he's just there trying to show him how to how to make it work and stuff. And he gives him the passcode, and it's like seven eight six five seven 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 six two or some stupid shit. Uh, number and in another episode, um, Simon Pegg's character—he's uh, the manager of a, a rival bookstore that opens up like right next to theirs, and he's like a really like, like a, sort of like a, uh, what the hell is the word? Like a sinister fucking like plucky manager. That's one of those like, come on guys, let's all let's all get together and develop like a team. Oh, what's what are you doing over there? Uh, you know, George. What? Why aren't you a part of the team? Is there something wrong with you, George? You know, he has he has like that crazy fucking like psych psychopath uh, fucking tone that comes and goes uh, with his uh, his uh, I guess happiness or whatever the fuck. Like it's hard to describe. It's it's pretty funny though. Um, and like I, so yeah, I I thought that was just a funny. Uh, funny bit that they ran through there um and i've let's see one of my other favorite uh cameos for nick frost he's actually one of them i think i've told you guys about this before he was one of the he ends up being like a co-star off and on first at one point but it was uh in the series uh in, into the badlands and uh they flat out like turn him into like a fucking uh east orthodox monk or something like that like he's he's one of those he he becomes like a Sha he's basically a shaolin monk in this one with his accent but like he ends up leaving the monastery and becoming like a fucking pirate and like he's he's just badass like he's fucking funny and cool and they they get his fat ass flipping around like beating the shit out of people like sammo hung or uh i don't think i've uh ever seen that show it's a cool series uh amc already discontinued it but it it only has, I think it only has two or three seasons. I think it was three before they ended it. Uh, I don't know why they didn't think it was good. Like, it's fucking tons of people getting murdered. Like, badass action scenes and, like, um, you know, post-apocalyptic future kind of stuff. So, like, it hits all the fucking, you know, boxes on, on my, my checklist for shit that I'm going to fucking watch. And, um, I mean, yeah, like everything else Simon Pegg has, has been in, I've, I've tried to watch, uh, nothing's coming to mind, but like the one, the one movie. <clears throat> Did you like his character that he portrays in Star Trek? Yes. As, as, uh, fucking, um. Yeah, he was a pretty good Scotty, as I fucking thought. Scotty, yeah. I thought he was, uh. Definitely I mean, like, I thought he was one of the, yeah, I thought he was one of the better parts of the movie, seeing him there, because uh, he's he's just a funny guy and a good actor. 
Yeah, um, and like I don't know. Overall, those those Star Trek movies, like the first one was a lot of fun. Wrath uh, mm-hmm. of Khan Part Two was, was okay. Was okay. And yeah. then yeah. Beyond was the third one out. was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty like fucking bland. I wanted it to be more interesting, and it just wasn't. Um. Fuck. Uh. So yeah, like like going back to Hot Fuzz. This is one of the only Simon Pegg. I think the only Simon Pegg movie that I've watched more than like once or twice, and by once or more than once or twice, I mean like I've watched this movie a fuck ton. Uh, I at one point like I would visit my brother up in San Antonio, and I'd just fall asleep to this movie every night, like sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and like they would, that's how they 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 would know I was I was uh, gonna pass out on the couch or whatever. Like it'd be like midnight or two in the morning. I turn on Hot Fuzz and like okay, he's gonna go to sleep. Yeah. Because I would. You must uh, have fell asleep before every scene that they have Cornetto in. Rolling. Uh, I mean, no, because uh, like I would go to sleep, but like it, like it was an hour and a half in, so I would imagine so. But so I would sleep through it, but I would always remember parts of the movie, and at some points, like I would have dreams where like I could hear the fucking, <laughs> I could hear the uh, the dialogue in my head, so. Uh, I, I usually end up watching the whole movie in some way or another uh, before I fell asleep. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, this movie makes me laugh my ass off. There's just so many things about it uh, that I fucking find hilarious. Um, I mean, uh, Nicholas, what's his name of his character? Nicholas Angel? Angle? Angel. <clears throat> Yeah, it's Angel. And uh, they keep calling him Angle at some point. Right, yeah, because they because of the typo in the the typo in the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Before we uh, continue on, uh, let's just get a quick synopsis of this movie Uh, for those of you who've never seen it. uh, And Roland, if you want to do it, be my guest. I mean, there's yeah, a skilled London police officer is transferred to a small town with a dark secret. Um, so. Basically, this movie is a parody of action right. movies. It's kind of like uh, Shaun of the Dead was parody of zombie movies. Right. This is a parody of movies like, uh, point, well, like they even mentioned it in there, Point Break and Bad Boys 2 yeah. uh, were pretty much like two of the main movies that they that they parody the living fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, one, I mean, in fact, they're watching both Bad Boys 2 yeah, and... So, apparently the... It was really funny, yeah. When they when they go into uh, what the hell is his name um, into Danny Butterman's house. That's uh, that's Nick Frost's character. Like he's li- he's been living in that in that place. Uh, I think it's an apartment or house. I think it's an apartment. But he's been living there for a couple of years, and he still has his shit in boxes around. But he but his fucking DVD collection is like pristine. And like alphabetized, and like it's got its own fucking room. He like pulls 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 uh, those fucking like um, he he it has like double uh, sliding doors on either side. He just fucking draws them apart, and you just see like wall to wall fucking uh, collection of DVDs everywhere. <laughs> uh, apparently, yeah. those belonged to the director. I think that's what uh, I was reading. That was his actual. By the power of Grayskull. Yeah, that was that was I mean, so like the references are fucking great. Uh the uh guy that plays um the 
the uh, farmer guy, the farmer dude that's out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, who the one with all, all the, the guns? Yeah, the one with all the guns. He plays another favorite of mine in The Color of Magic. That is, he plays Cohen the Barbarian. And uh, in this one, he's like a like a muttering, stuttering, fucking, like geriatric old dude with a shitload of guns and uh, and uh, yeah, like he had uh, he had a pretty funny cameo. And uh, let me think, uh, there are a lot of really cool actors in this movie. Uh, fucking Martin Freeman's in here. Bill Nye, uh, uh, fucking. Uh, Oh, what's her name? She has a cameo. Um, shit, I was just trying to think about her. Uh, she plays as Janine, uh, Angel's uh, ex-girlfriend. It was. Uh, she doesn't even have her face come out like she's wearing a mask, and she's like got like one, one, one yeah, and a half. Yeah, who was that? That was. Um, oh fuck! I I know who she is. Uh, she. Super fucking famous. Um, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, she was uncredited. Oh, word. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> that was fucking Kate Blanchett. <laughs> yeah, it's the funniest shit. Like, looking at her, I'm like, why do I recognize that intense God, those goddamn eyes? Like, oh. And, like, apparently the thief that was dressed as Santa, that was Peter Jackson. Uh, that's <laughs> fucking... Um, Oh man, there are just like a ton of fucking cameos. Uh, uh, Nick Nick uh, Frost and Simon Pegg's mothers were in the, in the movie. They played like the the judges for the contest at the at the oh, fair. Wow, that's um, nice. The fucking uh, oh, the other character from uh, from fucking Black Books is in here. The he's the co-star. He plays a uh, uh, well. He yeah, plays a real quiet. Sergeant. Yeah. Right, he plays the the twins, the twin sergeants or whatever. And uh, let me see who else. I mean, fucking Timothy Dalton is the goddamn villain. He is. Yeah. He has some of the best lines. He's like, "What is he? What, what is his <laughs> intro when he?" I'm a so slasher, and I must I'm be stopped. I must be stopped. I was, he's like, "I must I'm be stopped. stopped. I'm a slasher. A prices." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it says it's his line as he leaves. Yeah. The line as he leaves is just as good. And he's like, uh, "My Catch me next time. My, my, my discounts are criminal." Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. This movie has a ton of fucking like awesome uh, actors in there. Uh, did I mention oh, what the fuck was the guy? Uh, the name uh, of fucking the, Olivia uh, Coleman's in there. Yes. Yes. She's hilarious and everything she and does. hasn't she gotten like a like some awards recently for that i don't know whatever like elizabeth's show or whatever she's on oh i don't know what she's doing is that now. the girl that's the girl that keeps on saying like check out his arse yeah no yeah yeah she's the the dirty like you know yeah i can use some manpower chick yeah, right but... yeah i don't mind what does she say I, I i like myself a midnight gobble and then the old man next to her cocks <laughs> she's always saying like just really fucking suggestive shit she plays uh, yeah, Doris um, Thatcher but she herself Ray if you don't know who she is apart from like this movie is she's like a she's a really things. famous isn't like isn't she done, was she the one that came out in Peep Show yeah yeah she yep. was in Peep I forgot you watch Peep Show as well yeah. yeah 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 so she's alongside you know uh, Robert Webb and uh, 
<clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mitchell, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she. But, yeah, one of the lines uh, she gives uh, towards like the a, end. Or she did a drama where it was like covering the yeah. life of like Queen Elizabeth. And then I think uh, Matt Smith was in that too as like Prince Philip or some bullshit. Yeah, the crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I, I remember catching a clip of it. No, she's she's pretty pretty accomplished, but she's also fucking hilarious. Uh, um, do do. Oh yeah, I mean the shit that she did with uh Mitchell and Webb and uh Martin Freeman yeah. in Bruiser was hilarious back in the day. Let's see. Um, so okay, I I guess the the main. Th- sort of synopsis to the story is like like i mentioned he uh what what happens is that apparently angel is so such a badass cop that the london police are like all right you're making us look bad we're gonna but we're you know like we're gonna promote you we're gonna make you a sergeant and he's like awesome finally you know i'm making and they're like yeah in the in the boondocks and he's like what like yeah uh so like you're too cool for us like uh fucking one of the the commissioner tells him he's like you can't be the sheriff of london and he's like but yeah it was but, like the but, chief but, inspector who brought up yeah his yeah being and 400 like over like so, another officer <laughs> yeah yeah like they call in hold on let me let me fucking bring it up here they call in so bill nye martin freeman and joe uh no not joe cornish um oh fuck uh it was the other inspector. Um, what was it, the dad in uh, Shaun of the Dead? Because well, what's that's, his name? That's uh, yeah, that was like the chief inspector or whatever. That's Bill Knighty. Bill Knighty. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's like he's, the last person they bring in, though, right? Right. I mean, so like, it starts off with the 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 the, the, the sergeant, which is Martin Freeman, and then he calls in. Um, Fuck, I'm trying the, to remember the I guy's think they name. Called him the inspector, and then I think like it was chief. Inspector yeah, but it's played or, by but, the guy from. I can't remember his fucking name. From Hamlet Two. Uh, <laughs> fuck, what's his name? He's um, a director in Trop- Tropic Thunder, also. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> um, fuck. What is he? I think he's ah Steve Coogan. He's there you uh, go. yeah, because he's uncredited. So like okay, he meets fucking um, he meets Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman's like okay, you know he tells him like we're gonna move you, and and Angel's like I I don't I think I want to talk to you know like our our your your boss you know like the the other the commissioner not the not the commissioner but like the lieutenant, and they're like okay, and then boom like Coogan is uh is there instant, and he's like hey you know how's it going You're like oh I heard uh. Uh, how's your hand? You know, because they they keep asking him like, how's his hand? Because he was he just been stabbed by Santa or whatever and was recovering. And he same thing. He's like, oh, it's okay. Well, how's the girlfriend? Uh, we broke up. Well, I guess you're packed and ready or whatever to go. And they're like, uh, <laughs> again, he's like, I don't, I don't. I don't well, no, it's because that's like where he's living, and he's living yeah. like in the rookies barracks or whatever. So right. he's like, already yeah. packed and ready to go. Good. Right. <laughs> it's freaking exactly. funny, man. And uh, and then he's like, I don't know what know, to say. Like, like thank do you, you wanna, you, you know. <laughs> right? Thank you. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. You know. 
And there's, he's like, no, I want, he's like, you want to take it to the top? And they just call, they just call Bill Nye. What do they, they call him by his first name or something like, uh, fucking, you know, John or some shit. I don't remember. Or and he just so happens to be standing there. Right? He's instantly there. He's just like, they, they all stand up. He takes their seat and he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you've been making us look really bad. And, and, and Simon Pegg is just like, what? Yeah. So we're going to move you. And Simon Pegg is like, you can't do that. He's like, I'm the chief inspector. Yes. I, no, you know, he I said, can, you just can't make people saying, disappear. He said, yeah, I'm the chief go, inspector. Of course I can. Or something like of that. Course, like, yeah, awesome. he's like, yes, I can. Like, I'm the chief inspector. <laughs> and and um, fucking Pegg's character is just like, well, you haven't taken one thing into account. And that's what the team will say. And he just stands up. And fucking walks into the main room where all of the the rest of uh, the policemen are there. Yeah, they're all like, "Goodbye, fuckers." Yeah, they've got to fucking sign up, and they're all wearing hats and shit, and they're just like, "Yay!" And he's like, "Fuck!" Boom, and that's that's when he gets sent out into the into the country, and um, you know, he meets everybody uh, that's there. He fucking meets Danny Butterman, who's the son of the of the chief there by uh arresting him because he gets drunk in a bar and crashes his car nearly killing angel uh in the process and so he gets out of the way and he's like all right we're going to jail and uh you know i'm surprised they didn't he didn't bring that up at all like he just was uh no placed him under arrest for right like intoxicated being intoxicated yeah. and attempting yeah, yeah. To drive a vehicle and driving a vehicle because he's a badass he's attempted know. murder <laughs> right um so yeah, so like the first the first night he goes to the bar and uh he's just, you know, introducing himself to everyone. The 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 owners of the bar are just like, "Hey, you know, how's it going? Do you want a drink?" He's like, "I'll take a cranberry juice." And they're like, "Uh, okay, whatever." And that's uh like one of my favorite scenes in the movie is like he starts that's when he's he's reading his newspaper and he kind of puts it down. He starts looking around cuz he's hearing people talk around him and he looks around and he sees a bunch of fucking kids drinking beer. Like, you see, like, just children. You know, at one point, there's this one kid with glasses and braces who's, who has, like, this horrible fucking horse laugh. Ha 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 Like, it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> and, like, the light, the light, the light yeah, reflects like off braces, of his braces. And it blinds him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just looking at everyone, like, listening to them talk. And he's seeing, like, these are kids. These are kids. These are kids. And then you see fucking jackass laugh or whatever with the fucking blinding light reflecting off his braces into his eyes. And, and that's the last straw. He's just like, oh, fuck this. And he starts like, hey, I'm a cop. Like, how old are you? How old are you? How old are you? And it's like this one guy is like, uh, June 17th, 1969. Like, you're 37? Yes. Out. <clears throat> like, he, When's he, your birthday? February 16th. What year? What year? Every year. Every year. Get <laughs> out. And then he gets up to the fucking, like, braces kid. And he's like... What does he say? Uh, oh fuck! He just he he just he just walks up to him and he's like, doesn't he just uh, ask him what his what his birthday was? He barely him. Yeah, he, he doesn't say like, anything. Oh. Yeah, like he doesn't say anything to the kid to to brace face. Like he he just walks up to him and and the kid is like, oh, he's like out. <laughs> um, and so like when he, when it's over, the only people left in the bar are Danny and him. And like the the owners are just super pissed. Like, can we get you another cranberry? He's like, no, I'm I'm good. So he's like fucking flipping through his newspaper. Um, and yeah, then you know, like he finds Danny, takes him to jail, uh, picks up a couple of other kids on the way, 
Uh, one of them, like uh, the the pissed off ginger that tells him he's his birthday is every year, like is literally pissing on his shoes at one point uh, when he picks him up and brings him <laughs> in. Uh, he's just like on the sidewalk or whatever, and and he like walks up to him. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And he just turns to him and does like mid midstream and just keeps pissing. Uh, so he brings all of them in, <clears throat> right? And uh, this guy is so fucking straight edge and like you know like stick up his ass kind of person that when they uh when one of the uh inspectors or the sergeants or whatever the cop that's there at the front desk is like are you gonna process all these guys like we don't we don't have you know we don't have pens or like you know this pens don't have enough ink and angel's like oh it's okay click click i brought my own and he starts fucking right yeah Yeah. like he's fucking loading a gun he just starts fucking like filling out forms and shit Um, and then like he he goes back home gets up comes in and uh goes in to pick up danny he's like hey open the door let you know for for cell like three or four whatever and he opens it and it's empty he's like hey where's the inebriate like and danny like behind him is like what what happened you know like wearing the police officer off and he's like why are you dressed like a policeman he's like because i am you know completely sober and everything like uh and that's when that's when he fucking goes and meets his father the the chief inspector uh and uh, you know all the other characters like a lot of the recurring characters from the cornetto trilogy are here the 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 andes the two the two uh uh fucking inspectors that uh are like they have some of the funniest lines in the whole movie i'm trying uh, to remember where they came out in Shaun of the dead uh <clears throat> I think they were the uh, the other group of uh, weren't they in the other group of uh, of survivors when they meet up? I know oh, the that ones that are the Martin ones that Freeman are like was, um, was the other there. version of themselves, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they uh-huh. were in there. I mean, I could be mistaken, but uh, do, do, let me see. You know, surprisingly, those guys are like um, big assholes in this whole movie, but. Yeah. They're also pretty funny though the way they and Andy Wayne ar- and Andy Cartwright. Their their <laughs> arrogance fucking, is pretty funny. I fucking love the Andes in this movie, man. They They're are hilarious. fucking hilarious. Like uh at one point when like Angel is is uh was selected to read out the winners of the contest at the fair, like they're both just there. What does he say? Uh, fuck. Um shit like one of them just yells out wanker and like he tries to do it under his breath but it's still like super fucking loud um oh what the fuck else like they just have a fucking hilarious lines i'm trying to find uh i like when he, uh, they're telling him like everyone in their like there's more guns here in the country than they're in the right, city. the city everyone in their mums is packing around here like who farmers who else farmers mums <laughs> yeah farmers mums yeah <laughs> <clears throat> Um, let's see. Actually, like most of their their quotes are on. Uh, yeah, they're on IMDb, IMDb here. Yeah, you see the here. I didn't mean to upset the apple cart. And, oh yeah, because we all sell apples around here, don't we? Your dad sells apples, Andy, and raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. I was trying to find one. Uh, oh right, so it's the it's the next one when. They come across. Is it the first murder uh, after the uh, the play? 
that goes on, and the uh, the main the, the main stars are like decapitated. Um, what does they tell him? In the meantime, why don't you check out a few of Martin Blower's clients? Martin Blower represents damn near most of the village. Do you want us to go through the whole phone book? He's like, yeah, we'll put a call into a Aaron. Hey, Aaron's. And, uh, we, and, and that turns out. Yeah. yeah. And it turned out to be a real kid. And like, they're just like, uh, at the end of the movie, it turned out to be a real kid. And Simon Pegg's character, when he finds out his name, is like, huh? Like, no. Uh, and there's, and you know, that's, that's when he replies, you know, Angel's like, please don't be childish. At least consider interviewing the widow. Martin Blower was clearly having an affair with Eve Draper. Oh, and how do you establish that? Because we sat through three hours of soul-called acting last night, and the kiss was the only convincing moment in it. That's when Danny jumps in, like, pounds the table to say the same thing that fucking uh, Nicholas said about about the movie. But, you know, he had his thing. And then uh, Andy is like, all right, pipe down, biggin. What else have you got? Crockett and Tubby. <laughs> and then Angel's like, skid marks. And then that's when they reply, now who's being childish? Uh, <laughs> there were no skid marks in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um it's i they i i i love the andes in this in this movie they're they're pretty fucking hilarious um they just talk endless amounts of shit and they're kind of big pussies too like they're they don't really do anything uh i think at one point one of them gets slammed in the face with like spaghetti sauce and he's like ah they're like oh it's just bolognese i'm i'm okay oh, yeah no because the one andy i thought that scene was sweet actually because he was just like yeah. no my body yeah. got fucking hit <laughs> yeah. and he's like no it's okay it's just bolognese. <laughs> yeah big morons um uh so like yeah uh fucking nicholas angel goes through this uh town he gets there and he's going about his business just finding that it's boring as fuck people are not up to anything and like he turns out to be completely wrong uh there's a fucking bunch of unexplained murders that start happening well i mean uh, he's uh he's pretty suspicious from the get-go yes but um, the thing is that like that was as uh, a product of his training not necessarily a product of of uh having like a probable reasonable suspicion for anything he's just like why is that guy walking or why is that guy wearing a coat and danny's like because he's fuck ugly you know like oh okay uh what's wrong with this guy lurch uh he's yeah dad he, says he's, a, he's got a child's mind <laughs> right yeah and he's like an eight foot tall fucking like you know ghoul or whatever he lives with his mom and his sister are they as right. big as she is uh, he is right who his mom like, and sister person. same person yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um uh again timothy dalton is fucking hilarious uh sissy his name his first name is sissy uh like and they they make fun of that at no one that's point. his nickname because he studied oh, ballet when he was a teenager wasn't his, wasn't his first name uh wasn't it like gaylord or something forgot like they i know they mentioned that at some point but i'm going back to no i think the andy's just being assholes calling him Gale i mean they probably they were but he just like skinner just sort of like plays it off like well yeah like whatever i so yeah his name was simon skinner yeah. that's right they my, call him sissy my nickname is only a revelation to you the t uh officer because right. yeah because he grew up with that shit and uh so <clears throat> yeah he's got great lines there's 
a fair amount of action in this movie uh when it does kick up like i mean there's a fucking car chase scene there's like a shootout scene like a fucking grandma gets her nose her face I kicked say, in man like timothy dalton you know played the hero in two movies but movies yeah I like but he's a great villain in, he's a fucking villain and he's great right fucking rocketeer and uh and you know and this, this movie one, yeah he's a really good villain like he just has that like sort of uh that villainous fucking streak or you know yeah, like, like he's got the arched eyebrows and yeah, yeah he's got like exactly. the perfect delivery for his lines his. As and that very like... arch mustache of his that he doesn't have to twirl <laughs> because it's just arch uh, enough without being all like you know handlebar-y right yeah uh what is it let's see i'm trying to look for some of his lines do 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 well, we talked about his introduction to when he talks about he's a slasher to be locked up. Uh, right. My well, discounts yeah. are criminal. And then when they're talking to Blower and his uh, oh. leading lady, he's like, I'm sure there's all sorts of secrets that would come spinning right. in your head if we, we got we just, bashed in or whatever. Right. Like, if, we just <laughs> bashed, if we just bashed in your head, all sorts of secrets would come tumbling out. Uh, at another point when uh, Angel's visiting him at his a local supermarché store, he's talking about how another murder victim, or soon-to-be murder victim, owns a rival store, and he says, uh, well, yeah, we've been losing a lot of customers to them, to so-and-so, like, down the street. May their heads be struck from their shoulders for such disloyalty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's fucking hilarious. Um, so, yeah, like, so, Angel slowly figures out that there's a huge fucking, like, citywide conspiracy uh to <clears throat> keep this town perfect because as it turns out like the town like wins a lot of awards for being like the you know the nicest fucking you know village or whatever the fuck out in the out in the sticks and they they apparently will kill to keep that fucking uh well we haven't even gotten to the twist quite yet uh to well which twist like well, the twist about the town, Roland. I mean, well, yeah, that was like the, how the plot that. Uh, oh, that turns out. I mean, it's yeah, kind of long-winded. Well, we have well, going on is not the plot, but we haven't even established the first plot yet. <clears throat> I mean, so basically, so, uh, Angel's like going around, kind of questioning all these uh, <clears throat> murders that happen around town. Right. Yeah. And um, the, the he's trying to like piece them all together, or has like some suspicion about them. You know. They're all. They're all. They're all sort of you know re reasoned away re uh, as uh, as accidents. yeah because uh, right. apparently the, the town has a low uh like there's murder count but there's like a high very high accident yeah right. and there's their yeah. their accident uh count is like fucking high as shit right because so, they count every like murder every death almost so as an accident one woman apparently like fell on her garden shears and like impaled herself another guy like uh is this um, a movie an allegory for coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that was that far ahead of its time uh by a, a cool 13 years uh, <clears throat> so what happens to the other guy uh another guy gets oh, uh you can you can kind of chuckle and sneer that away roland but the plans eh. for domination have been in planning for a very very long time uh, well, we should all be so lucky. Maybe something will change. I mean, 
Could it get any worse? Maybe. Hmm. Well, in this movie, it does get a lot worse. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, the deaths become more and more gruesome each time. Um, yeah, and they still kind of attribute it to accidents and brush them under the rug because... What is, um, do you guys have, like, a favorite death scene? Uh, uh, I'm going to say mine is when the, um, that part of the church... Right, falls, falls on, on the... Fucking uh, head. Falls on the, the reporter's head. Yeah, and just pretty I, much obliterates I thought, his head. So that was when the movie kind of like took the, the darkest turn to me, even though I think that was the second or the third murder. Or was that the... I think, I think it was, it was the like second. the fourth one, actually. Was it? Yeah. So it was the first... The first murder was the... Um, <clears throat> which I thought it was, was the, the actors. The actors, yeah. And the, then Those two was, got, got killed. Right, and then it was the uh, the store owner from the uh, rival store, uh, mm-hmm. I, think. I think. No, he wasn't a rival store owner. He was a George Merchant who was right. the right. guy in the refrigerator business. And uh, yeah. he got iced because what well, what uh, our good officer Oh, because they didn't like his house. Yeah, it was just yeah, it didn't go well like, with like the aesthetic of So I I hadn't gone into like explaining what exactly happened or why the reasoning. I was just I was just because that that all comes together like how you said, right, you know, right, huge twist. End, yeah. So yeah, so they kill George Merchant second, and then they kill um. They the kill. Lady with the chair, the, no, the I lady thought with she the... was. I thought she was the last one. To be killed. No, the I thought the reporter was the reporter was the last, last one. one. Yeah. No, the reporter no. was uh, the third or fourth murder. Murder. Yeah, uh, because the, after the flower chick was the last one. Yeah, okay. because after she goes down, like that's when they're like, okay, we need to fucking investigate this and this and this and this, and that's when he goes and approaches Skinner. Well, they were even and, uh, they were even like acting like that was a. Yeah, it was an accident. Uh, an accident, but he was like, I chased the guy who did it. They're out like. Of the yeah, but then yeah, they the town folks they were like, "Oh, well, she's tripped on her shears. No problem. It's right. like accident." Yeah. yeah, and um, so that's when he starts to kind of like get very suspicious and uh, sort of. Actually, uh, um, he he's uh, Nicholas Angel is going to be probably the last person to get killed, but they. That, I that mean, gets yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, he would have probably been the last death before this election cycle yeah. for the so, best village or whatever. Yeah. Um. So he's trying to like figure out what what ties all of these uh, these murders together, and he he doesn't like he he. I mean, not until basically he sort of stumbles on accidentally stumbles on what seems to be like a like basically a, a a village council cult uh because what happens is that they the cult leaders uh send in uh somebody to well to uh to kill angel and he survives and tricks them to sort of telling him where they're going to meet and so he goes there and that's when he fucking meets everybody on the village council and then like they're he's like what the fuck you know what is this shit like? You you got to be kidding me! What? Why are you guys all here? And then that's when they're like, "Oh well, we killed this guy because." And they start telling him like explaining things. 
well, this guy put was putting typos in the newspaper, so obviously he fucking had to go. <laughs> like these other two people were terrible fucking actors, and to their credit, uh, that is to say, to the killer's credit, they were right. Like that fucking play was the dumbest shit of was it Romeo and Juliet? And uh, yeah, at one yeah. point, yeah. Juliet pulls out like a fucking pistol, and instead of taking poison, love no, me, love me. say that right. you love me. Yeah, <laughs> she like pull me. She kisses the takes the poison out of Romeo's lips, and then puts a gun to her head and says "bang," and like that's how she's. Yeah, that's how she dies. <laughs> um, and then yeah, then what, they what did do they like say? Fucking, like, um, they hmm? she mur- they mur- they murdered Shakespeare or some shit like that. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you know, like well, they murdered Bill Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they deserve to die. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then then uh, the garden lady is like, yeah, well, we she was killed because she was not because she was trying to sell off her land to make. No. Big but because they couldn't, because they didn't want her flower growing ability to go to another town. Right. They wanted to keep their green thumb for themselves. <laughs> um, and then they killed uh, George Merchant because he's an asshole and like his house didn't his house fit in with ugly. the rustic appeal. Yeah, the rustic aesthetic, as they call it. Aesthetic. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, cause that's what he gets for having. Yeah, a whole I house. mean, you, you think there's like some kind of like bigger right like, plan? No, in the, the connection, it's but it's very, just because they don't like. These very very petty. subtle things. Yeah, yeah, it's like, very petty. Very petty. Like, and then no, when when fucking Angel runs away, like he falls into like sort of an underground, not not really. I guess there they'd be it'd be like a crypt maybe or a mausoleum, and that's when he finds like everybody that they fucking murdered, like the kids in the beginning of the movie that he arrests. Well, he and also the people fucking... that they talked about that that ruined the community right. beforehand. So, like, all the people before, like, so his predecessor that he talks about, also there, like, uh... uh Even they, the living statue? Right, the living <laughs> statue, they about. fucking hate. They fucking hate that guy, the the mime, mime statue dude. He's dead. The old man uh, that they confiscated all the guns from, if I'm not mistaken, he was also dead. Yep. Um, the... What else am I forgetting? Like uh, it's, the the gypsy travelers, they have right, these yes, down yeah, there and shit. They're and they're, the they're fucking mobile home or whatever. Their camper is there too. It's just like what the fuck. Um, yeah, and uh, they fake stab Nicholas in the chest, and uh, Danny saves him, takes him out of town, and he's like, "You gotta go," and he starts. You know, when Angel starts to leave, he has his you know like his fucking point break moment or whatever the hell you want to call it. And uh, he goes to a store and he's, what is he going to buy? Like some, uh, he was going to buy, I think he was going to just buy gas and he ends up buying like a pair of aviator sunglasses. And they're like, can I help you with anything? He's like, no, this is something I need to do by myself. Like talking to a random fucking kid that has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. And uh, that's when he goes back and like basically attacks the town and like they play on the joke where it's like everybody and their mom has guns down here. Every one of them fucking have guns. The woman on the bicycle, like with a fucking like picnic basket. That shit was out. so funny. Two fucking her, like pistols out of her. Her bar. face and her like just blasting away on the fucking yeah. bike. I couldn't. Uh, stop the worst. The, the so fucking, fucking funny. the fucking priest. Uh, at one point, is like, "Can't we stop all this mindless violence?" And then they're like. What did they tell them? They're like, uh, I, I may not, I may not uh, be very, you know, religious, but I, I know, 
Uh, oh, I know right from wrong and wrong from right. right. Yeah, right. and I have the, I have the good grace to know the difference. <laughs> right, know the difference between the two. And then yeah. he's like, "Oh, fuck off, grasshopper!" And he pulls out. <laughs> he pulls out. He has. He has like like wrist mounted pistols or some shit. I forget what it was. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like so. You know, that's at one point. Uh, Danny like opens the door when the girl on the bicycle is is biking by like firing at Nicholas and uh she he opens the door and she just slams into it and just like fucking face plants into the pavement and that's when he, <laughs> he gets up and they're like all right bad boys 2 moment you know he throws him a fucking shotgun and like you know so. when when they start blasting on people like they're intentionally trying not to kill them yeah like yeah, they're yeah. just shooting yeah, them like they, off the uh, shoulder they're not around no, so like the villagers are trying to kill them, but they're not trying to shoot them out, like murder yeah. them outright. Uh, Nicholas, like he like takes a bunch of shoulder shots, you know. Yeah, and like uh, that one lady who yells out like fascist and starts like blasting away with her. Oh, the old gun. lady who owns the hotel <laughs> that he's staying at. Yeah, yeah. She, she, yeah she, she yells fascist as she pulls out a German machine gun. <laughs> yeah, Hag. yeah, yeah. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Uh, but, the, husband, but the but but the hit that she takes after he shoots like the plant above her yeah. gets her in the head oh, and like slams that, into the car. Dude, <laughs> like, so like, that, that's she's dead. He cracked her skull <laughs> and smashed her face. And yeah, uh, her husband like pulls a fucking like cutlass or whatever and tries to like sword fight uh, uh, against uh, Angel. And I forget how he takes him out. I think he shoots him in the foot he or sleeps some away, shit. Yo. He yeah, that's right. Sweeps his fucking leg. Uh, the doctor that delivered Danny is like, "I delivered you, Danny, and I can I can take you out of this world." And I think Danny just like drops he drops the gun because like at that moment he uh, has them both like uh, at gunpoint. He's like, you know, put down the weapon. He drops the gun and it fucking shoots him in the foot, and he just like falls over. And what do they tell him? Like, uh walk it off or what does he like say you're a like, doctor like, like yeah you're a doctor deal with, deal it, with it and then he, oh, he and well, then he does like the bad boys with too. The pellet scene though too yeah yeah he shoots him again uh only this time with an actual gun and then he's like you know you're a doctor you'll you'll live or you'll get through it and danny's like yeah motherfucker <laughs> yeah. Uh, the <laughs> fucking quoting was it martin lawrence or i forget who from from bad boys oh, too. bad boys yeah um supposedly um, his, his, his like line delivery especially like uh just going back whenever they're actually watching point break yeah and that scene with keanu reeves as he's shooting up in the air and screaming oh he's yeah like, they, oh. they reenact like, that as well yeah. in the movie yeah. and that was also really funny because you knew that was coming and like oh yeah for sure they, yeah. they did it in a way that was just like okay yeah he's 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 distraught because his father uh the chief is one of the people that's behind the entire plot and he's like, well, you could say, you could argue he started the plot because it was his wife that bumped herself right. off after they lost that right, one right. town competition. Right. Yeah. <laughs> out of depression, she fucking like suicides herself, and then like everything went to shit after that. Um, so you're right. Yeah, Danny has that moment where like he has to shoot his father because his father's running away like to the car, and he, and then Danny just like puts puts the gun up to there. No, bam, bam, bam. He's just, like, you know, doing his fucking Point Break thing. Um, but uh, yeah, like uh, there's really nothing. I probably I'm probably gonna watch this movie again while uh, when when we're done here. 
I uh, I had it on earlier, but uh, I had family around, so they were kind of like ruining it for me. Just like, damn it, really? <laughs> they don't understand Ow. the genius behind this fucking movie. Yeah, well, no. Uh, <laughs> I've 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 shown it to a, like a few people here and there, and they're always just like, oh, cool, it's a movie. Like, no, no, it's not. You just you just you it's just forfeited experience. your you just forfeited your permission <laughs> your 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 position here. Get the fuck out. We're gonna watch, you know, like YouTube now. Go away. <laughs> um, no, like I. So yeah, they. As as being a part of the Cornetto trilogy, they have that one moment where, um, I think it was the first time that. Uh, or maybe the second that the second murder that uh, Nicholas's character is like just pissed and like annoyed that he can't figure out what the hell is going on, and uh, Danny just asks him, "Do you want anything from the store?" And he's like, "Cornetto," and they go and <laughs> they fucking get the. Ice and there is the tie-in, everyone. The tie-in to tie-in. the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. So, one so, solitary moment. In one the fucking movie. That's one line. So, Someone just has to say the word Cornetto. And there it is. Boom. Part of the so, trilogy. It's this magic. Is, so this is part two of the our, our apocalypse uh, trilogy of sorts. It's a Cornetto trilogy. Cornetto. We already did the apocalypse, apocalypse trilogy, trilogy. And Whatever. yeah, there aren't there aren't five of them rolling. The whole so. thing about this was that like the world's going to shit. And uh in all three of these uh Well in, in this case, it's not the world, it's just a small town. Right, but like going to shit. that could be argued that that's their world because they've apparently been able to push this shit for twenty years. Without Ooh, anyone being speculation wiser. land, are we there already? <laughs> That's right. I, I went there with half a beer to go. Um, so uh, I see Jamie's still there on the video. That's right. Um, guys... as far as uh, this movie's concerned, Roland, um, we'll just kind of throw it out there. What's uh, your favorite scene in this movie if you haven't uh, talked about it already? Um, shit. My favorite scene in the movie. I mean, I really like the uh, the shootout scene, uh, particularly when they go into the actual supermarket and fight Lurch and the the two fucking like cooks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's really funny when um, uh, T- Doris Thatcher's character, or well, Doris Thatcher, uh, that was. Um, What's her name's character? What's uh, Olivia Coleman's character uh, gets in a fight with uh, the uh, one woman that works at the supermarket? Like she's like running, like her, screaming, like uh, Timothy Dalton's assistant. Right, Timothy right. Dalton's well, assistant. Well, she basically like assistant. clotheslined that chick. Yeah, so like she picks up with, like a, those, a wet sign, right? Yeah, she picks up one of those wet signs and just slams it in her face and just knocks her the fuck over. And she's like, "What does she say?" Uh, a Nothing, little girl like on little... girl action, haha! And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. action, yeah. <laughs> I love. Yeah. Actually, that's one thing I love of this movie. They're like laughing at perverse shit. Yeah, laugh. yeah, because it's child childish humor that they just like they can't help themselves. Uh, you know, she could have said caca or whatever, and Ray would have been right there laughing. Oh yeah, I would have fucking started laughing my ass. Um, so, so. <laughs> my. Actually, just a little side note. I was watching a show, and one of the guys in the show says, "Hold on, guys, I gotta go, caca." And <laughs> they all just kind of give him the strange look, and I fucking started laughing because he said "fucking caca." Man. 
<laughs> stupid. Um, yeah, it is stupid. <laughs> uh, fuck. I'm trying to think about my favorite scenes. Shit, it's kind of tricky because I pretty much like everything. Uh, I have to say, I if I wanted to pick an, a, a favorite anything like it would be the scene any of the scenes with the fucking andes uh because they are fucking hilarious um shit uh what else yeah um any of the scenes with with the andes like when they're first introduced to them like when they talk to them later and make the skid marks jokes after the first uh the first uh, murder of the the, the actors um, when they meet him again in the bar, uh, when they talk to them at the fucking fair and they're just like shit talking everyone. Um, and even in the end of the fucking movie, when they're at the supermarket and they're like, they're becoming buddy cops or whatever with Simon, uh, Peg's character. And, uh, they're like, don't go being a twat now. And he's like, I wouldn't give you the pleasure. Or I wouldn't want to give you the, the pleasure. And they're like, ha ha, like idiots. Um, so yeah, I don't really have a favorite scene. I would have to pick them as like my favorite characters though because all the scenes they're in are fucking hilarious. Uh All right. Yeah, that's as close as I'll, I will yeah. I'll have to say the same thing. I was literally going to say <clears throat> any part uh when the Andes are in or any scene where Timothy Dalton's in like is probably Yeah, like, yeah. Having them on the screen. Second. I think my favorite he has great one of my lines. favorite parts is and I think I mentioned this already. Uh when that old woman yells out fascist and starts breaking and starts fucking firing away yeah um i think that starts funny and then of course when she gets her in and the fucking thing falls on her head and she slams into the car yeah that's that's a pretty pretty cool scene i like that yeah, a lot. she's she's dead yeah, yeah but uh the humor that goes on between the andes and then that other girl uh whenever she she said it she says it twice whenever she's what? radioing into like this other person Oh, and they're like, uh, look at Sergeant, his horse. Sergeant Angel's like, look, yeah, look at his horse. And, and he's like, right then, horse. Yeah. And then look at his horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I guess that would be considered my favorite parts of the movies whenever Timothy Dalton or the Andes are. Timothy in it. Dalton has some of the, yeah, he's, his fucking lines are so funny. Uh, and again, like him playing a villain is really great because I mean he's a really good villain in the Rocketeer. Yeah. And he almost is playing like the same person just in this. Yeah. Yeah. Setting. Like he's <laughs> he's just being himself, but like his lines are different and yeah, his his motivation is different, but like he's. I I almost don't remember him being 007, You know. I mean, it's because of the mustache, isn't it? Uh, Probably. Yeah. So. Mostly. <laughs> um i now what about you what about you daniel do you have any favorite parts in the movie um i'm gonna say like word to everything you guys brought up but one of the favorites favorite scenes i have was just like a quick exchange between uh danny and uh nicholas in the fucking supermarket during like the last like shootout scene or whatever but when Nicholas joins him up after taking Lurch out, um, you know, fucking Danny's like, what happened to Lurch? He's like, oh, well, he's in, like, the cooler or something like that. He's like, did you tell him something cool or whatever? He's like, no. But earlier when I was taking fighting Lurch, I did instruct him with a bunny and then told him playtime's over. 
Yeah. <laughs> and fucking. Uh, and I smashed him in the face with the like, lily. You're off the fucking chain. And racks the shotgun <laughs> and they go into battle. Like, that is just fucking funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then right. it's on that note, all of the, the funny questions that Danny would ask him, like, have you ever, you know, jumped in the air shooting your guns? Uh, have you ever been in a right. car chase? Have you ever shot your gun during a car chase? Like <laughs> during a car chase, yeah. Uh, if if is it true that if you if that there's, that there's a, a, a place a place in a man's head, yeah. If you, if you shoot, you shoot it, it will explode. <laughs> yeah, he fucking adds that to a room of children <laughs> listening. Yeah. Um, All right. So, are there any other parts in this movie that we we kind of like gave a is big that, old? Is that why she movie? left you? Why? Because you did it with a plant. <laughs> um, um, so, we talked about favorite parts. Soundtrack was whatever, just background right. music. Yeah, nothing to write home about on that. Um, I could say the same thing for Shaun of the Dead as well. Oh shit! But I cancel those letters to my parents then. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, again, this is second part of the Cornetto trilogy, uh, also written by, written and directed by Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg, and then of course starring Simon Pegg. Mind you, everyone, the links between these fucking movies so far are so ephemeral. One mention of Cornetto (laughs) per movie is what's doing it so far. Yes, and but also the fact that it is written and directed and stars. Details. So, little details here and there. Calls for a trilogy, or in this case, a sequel. Not really mm-hmm. a sequel, but you know. Um, so, there, there are like some more theor- theoretical ways that this is connected, but those are just overreaching on <laughs> how. Like, like you can look for anything in this and like try to find some kind of meaning between each movie, and I mean there hasn't been a point in time or any sort of it's either written on record or video where any of the creators of these movies have said that there's anything deeper uh, as far as yeah. like the meaning the meanings and how they're connected in some way. The but I gone along with this trilogy. The more I've thought about that one video you sent about like the theory where it's all tied to like. What was it like adolescence and like blah 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 blah? I thought that was fucking. I think it's more stupid and baseless as I go along. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it's just someone overreaching. You can kind of find. Oh no! But no, in, no in, for in, sure. in any I'm sort of meaning. like that one video, like when I first watched it, and this is before I'd like rewatched the first two movies. Um, I was like, oh, actually, that kind of tracks. And then after watching, it was like, no, this is complete horseshit. <laughs> Well, well, we'll see how it all kind of ties together, if there's anything deeper, whenever we go into <clears throat> uh, The World's End, which is the last in the Cornetto trilogy. So, let's get into ratings. And as far as this movie is concerned, this uh, on IMDb, it does have a 7.8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And let me see here. The budget for this uh, film was um, 8 Eight million dollars. Oh wow! And well, that could be. It says estimated, so yeah, that's eight million dollars, maybe less than ten. The gross in the U.S. was twenty-three million, twenty-three point six million, and worldwide it was eighty point seven million. That sounds cool. 
So, I mean, it was pretty successful. When I first saw it, I mean, it didn't hit me as close as uh, Shaun of the Dead because I thought Shaun of the Dead was really, really funny. Uh, and for I, some reason, I didn't really, it didn't really hit the first time I saw this movie. So I, after rewatching it a few times, I find that it's even funnier than the <clears throat> the first time I saw it. So maybe just uh, my head was in a different space or something. I don't know, but yeah, it's a really good movie. I mean, there's a lot of shit to uh, to like keep not not really to keep track of, but you can miss a lot of little things. Usually yeah, there, if there's so much dialogue yeah. that it there's, uh, but it's all really funny. So, but because it's so goddamn like casually like thrown in there or out there and a lot of the points it's easy to miss um un, you know until the big stuff like when the fucking uh journalist gets his head caved in by a fucking piece of the church uh, roof or whatever like that that was the point in the movie when i was like oh man this okay now this is really interesting because like they they do it so well like it's really fucking cool how the guy's face gets like impaled by that I guess, uh, fucking, uh, I don't know what the hell to call it. It's a part of the roof. It fucking impales him. And like, as his head is, you know, crushed or whatever, like with this, this, uh, piece of the roof sticking out of his body, like he keeps walking for like a couple of seconds and like, they're playing like some alien music or some kind of like horror in the background. And it just made me laugh, <laughs> but like, it was also kind of like, fuck, that's cool. Or kind of dark. And, uh, so after that point, I watched it a shitload more times. It's great. <laughs> I still try to catch, uh, see what I can catch, watching it. Oh yeah, that's a, I've I've caught a lot of different things just watching it. This I think this like sixth time. Yeah. I saw it last week, and I, I saw it this week, and I just catch like every like minor things, especially if you just take your eyes off, or you're just not listening for like a few seconds. Yeah, like, you can literally catch a new thing that they do. I mean, um, yeah. I, I like uh like for I I had to watch it one last time we were talking to even remember or hear that like oh yeah he does say cornetto in there because I mm-hmm. didn't for the longest time even know that was a thing I was like oh cool okay and when like you watch that uh scene when he says it he just it's, he just says one word and it's like half not even half a second out of his mouth before boom like they change scenes and they're eating ice cream so it wasn't really yeah. uh, <laughs> like it was very easy to miss and uh yeah. So Well, uh, I guess as far as ratings are concerned, we'll start with Daniel this time. What is your rating of Hot Fuzz? Oh, no. Um, out of five, like a three. It's enjoyable, but um, it's funny and shit, but just not something I want to watch over and over and over, which for a comedy mm-hmm. movie is a prerequisite for me. Yeah. All right. Um um i'll give mine a, i'm gonna give it a four out of five um again the more i watch this movie the more i enjoy it there's been a few times where i've kind of just like brushed it off like it wasn't like i said didn't hit me the first time so attempting to watch it a second time wasn't in the cards for me but then i put it on sat through it and i find it funnier the more i watch it so i four out of five for me what about you roland uh i'd give it a four and a half i am kind of biased but i've also tried to find things about this movie not to like and i don't really have anything so that's 
why I'm going to give it a pretty high score. <laughs> it's funny. You can enjoy something and you're like, you know what? I can't enjoy it this much. Right. Yeah. What's There's got to be movie? something here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why the fuck? What are my problems with this movie? And I, I don't have any. Uh, I hate to think that you take this approach on every aspect of your life, Roland. <laughs> I won't comment to that. <laughs> so four out of five uh, for you. Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half, sorry. One five. All right. Uh, um, I hope to find or hope that you can mention a movie that you like just as much as this one. But as far as I'm not. aware, like you don't have no, one. No, I really don't. Uh, I'd have to really think about it. And, well, so the ones that I'm thinking of aren't really movies. They're TV series. So that doesn't count. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm gonna, I'll throw a movie out there. You give me a quick rating without having to wa- have watched it. And I'm almost certain we all uh-huh. have watched it. Uh-huh. And so you said this one was four out of five. What about Predator? Four and a half, four and a half, four and a half. Uh, Predator, I'd probably give that like a two and a half, three. What? Maybe. Uh, there's no story there. Uh, there's no acting. It's mostly funny. There's cool action. And it's all about the Predator. So... Like this, this, this movie has like, has a kind of, you know, a lot of different fucking scenes of fucking whole new, well, like a lot, a lot more fucking good actors in it. Uh, well, it's I'm pretty sure plot. the, the audience you know, on Sunday mornings on channel four, uh, in between selling the siding for your house. That audience would beg to differ on your. Yeah, yeah, the fucking Sunday matinee, bitches. Yeah, God. You know damn, they're you know they're doing that shit again, right? Oh really? Wow. They, are, they did. Uh, they did. Uh, it's not matinee, but it was um, uh-huh. towards the end of the evening. Uh, they're showing Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, well, fuck them. Either way, I couldn't couldn't give a shit. What? What about uh, you, Daniel? Predator. Uh, like a two and a half. It's pretty forgettable overall. Like, yeah, in the realm Yahoo, of, like, Yahoo, that's the job scope of like, Yahoo. I am shocked. Interaction stories. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not looking for stories. You're looking for action and body mass. Well, that's why those are two uh, completely different. I didn't stutter, motherfucker. I told you what I was body looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for predator titties, and I was disappointed <laughs> in every fucking sequel never 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 <laughs> we had to wait for the goddamn video game before they finally made a female predator waste wasted waste and she is hot no i don't okay, know okay i'll, I'll throw out one more movie let's see uh... <laughs> rambo rambo oh fuck off first blood yeah first blood part two no, first blood. Ah, uh, you know what? I gave Predator what a two or two and a half? Two and a half, you right? Said like two and a half, yeah. Yeah, I'll give fucking uh, Rambo a two. Predator is way a way better movie to me, and uh, like the story to First Blood, I fucking I can't stand it. I think it's so uh, it irritates me. It's so stupid. The action is all that's. Literally all that that movie has to itself, because if you pay attention to the fucking story, it's absolutely trash. There's not much action, like real uh, action no. in that movie. There's no, like there more really hand-to-hand isn't. combat. And like, when you think about it, Stallone's R- Rambo is a fucking asshole. Like he fucks up the National Guard, which really they're like, 
you know, they're they're just stooges. Yeah. They're stooges. Yeah, they're fucking has been half assers that like get fucking murdered. Like he fucks them up. You know, like and for because he well, you know, like in his defense, like he has fucking hardcore PTSD. But on their end, like, or on his end, like, he's not, it's not always with him kind of thing. Like, he's rational uh, to to a fault, you know, when they push him and he has his fucking, like, breakdown moments. But up until that, like, he knows why they fucking, like, don't want him in their town. Like, he knows why, like, the fucking sheriffs pick him up and shit. It's because he looks shady as fuck. And he doesn't try to, like, explain it. He's just like, I'm minding my own business. Uh, what? I'm, leave me alone. And they're like, no, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. And he's then he's like, uh, Daniel, what about you on Rambo? Like, quick. Uh, 2.85. 2. 2.85. <laughs> All right. You, you sympathize with the plight of the Rambo as a. Uh, I do. Marginalized, I do. exploited. I do. And uh, absolutely abandoned character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In today's society. <laughs> uh, Jamie, are you there? Of course she is. What? <laughs> you know, I can see uh, you, motherfucker. Oh, I can't. I can't see him. So. Oh. Um, the shirt is off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now the tits are up. Get the fuck. Fuck you, Jamie. God damn it. Ah. Uh, Jamie, Jamie, do you do you have a a movie that you think is fucking like five, and we can just give you a quick rating if we've seen it or not? Sniper. <laughs> <laughs> if you can see his face, I can't. I can't. I can't see his face. Oh, he's yeah. <laughs> Sniper's really fucking good. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. No. You know. Okay, Jamie. How about this tombstone? Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, Tombstone. Uh, Roland. What about it? What about Tombstone? Me? Yeah, Tombstone's a, an amazing fucking movie, man. Uh, I love Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday. Uh, oh, quick fucking... rating, go, go, go! Oh go, shit, go. I'll give that one a four, easy. There Daniel? are like so many good actors in that goddamn movie. Uh, fucking Kurt Russell, Sam Elliott. Val Kilmer. Uh, quick reviews, Roland. Quick reviews. <laughs> yeah, quick. So you can shut up now. <laughs> yeah, like that ever works. Daniel, quick rating. Five out of Tombstone. five. Done. Five out of five. Mm. Good okay. for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so last segment that we're going to do is Does It Porn Parody? <laughs> and Parody. Uh, I went on. Yes. I went on Pornhub. I went on Pornhub. I just typed in "hot fuzz," and the only thing that pops up is "super hot, perfect body, multiple orgasm, fuck." Uh, <laughs> uh, like fuzz, 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 sixty-five. Hot fuzz brunette. 60. Hold on, hold on. Hot, hot brunette with big tits asked me to fuck her slowly, and the face <laughs> my best friend make when she feels me come inside her. Yes, that is. <laughs> and one more here that I'll throw out after typing in hot fuzz. He said, "It says, hot milf drinks her own creamy pussy juice." <laughs> and just in Google, um, I typed in hot fuzz, and 
Nothing pops up. Uh, the first thing that pops up, which I thought it was, but it says it's from the Dallas Observer, was a Fuzzbusters. But that is not anything porn parody related. Okay, so obviously it doesn't porn parody. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll bring this episode to a close. Um, follow us on all the social medias. Oh, just real quick. Uh, this movie, again, not intentional, but uh, the last movie we did talk about, Last Action Hero and Hot Fuzz, are both parodies of like action movies, or they make fun of action movies. Coincidence or Reptilians? You be the judge. Uh, coincidence, uh, probably. Yeah, <laughs> well, you'd like it to be Reptilians, wouldn't you? Sheesh. Who wouldn't? You... Probably later sympathizer. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so follow us on all the social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MoQuest Studios. You can follow us or go to our website and subscribe there uh, at MoQuest Studios or MoQuestStudios.com. And if you want to subscribe to our Patreon to get free, or not free, but uh, content that is exclusive, uh, unedited episodes, all of the bloopers that you hear here or don't hear on this on the regular episodes, you can check out on Patreon. And is there like another spiel I go through? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, this was Roland's birthday, last birthday month movie. His favorite movie. Yeah. So, according to legend, next we have, uh, it's right, exactly. Uh, according to legend. Next we have, uh, uh, what is it? At the World's End? It's The World's End. Yeah. The World's End. Yeah. Are we that gonna one's gonna to... be video. Oh, um, shit. That Why are we gonna try to do be... that at the end of the month? Well, we'll, we'll month? figure it. We'll figure it out. Um, since technically we're open for business now, oh, um, right. we yeah. may be able to. Since we we can't gather in groups of ten or more, because I think of we'll virus. Be fine. We we don't have enough friends to cover that amount no, of people. No, no, we don't. So I think we're good. Yeah. Uh, so the world's end is going to be on video. Um, we'll discuss the terms um, as it comes closer to recording, and then uh, if you happen to want to follow along, if we get live stream going, then we can try that. Uh, if not, we can probably live stream on Patreon, and you can check it out there. We can do it for free, whichever. But we will be doing a video, playing a game as we talk about the world's end. Oh yes, we will. So, hide the salami. Hide the salami. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, that'll be it for us. You can't play, Jamie. You always win. (laughs) I think Jamie is going to play this time. Yeah. But he'll be like playing off screen and kind of handling our uh, technical issues. (laughs) Word. But if he, I'm pretty sure he's capable if he's inebriated, so should be all right. Yeah, I always win those types of games. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds so <sighs> humble. Over there. He sounds so humble over there, Jamie. Yeah, oh, I, I try my hardest to win. So, <laughs> yeah. all right. So my name is Ray, coming from my own studios here at the house. Uh, you can hear Jamie at the main Moquas Studios at his place, kind of just Beer coming cave. in and out every so often. Beer Cave, pardon me. And uh, Roland in Nowhere Land Studios. Yes, yes, that's me. Nowhere Landia. Yes. And uh, Pacific Northwest Studios. This is Daniel. 
All right. We'll see you next Cinequest, next podcast, next live watch stream, hopefully. the fucking movie. It's yeah, watch Hot Fuzz, cool. man. It's fucking funny, so. Yeah. Check it it's out. It's pretty funny. And if, you, if you've seen it or yeah. haven't seen it, whatever, watch it again. This shit's really <clears> funny, guys. Check it out. Yep. All right. Happy birthday, Roland. Yeah. <laughs> you oh. old motherfucker. Yay. I'm alive, so that's great. Give hope to the, the audience out there. Goddamn. Right. Live. Survive. Hooray. <laughs> I assure you, uh, people listening, he will not be dead by next episode, okay? No. I'll still be alive.